0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk Spicy. I am Coach Jeanine Clements. Thank you for joining me. Wherever you are joining me, rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated if you're joining me on the YouTube channel. We appreciate you. Go ahead and hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. 100 episodes. Yep. We're going to... um give it up to ourselves today 100 episodes it's it's interesting when i actually first started this podcast um i did it as a way of connecting with my students Um, i wanted them to um understand how to how to form a podcast media and through that um said that i would jump into the space with them and a hundred episodes later we've been talking spicy since so I really do appreciate all of the people who watch every morning. Um, I appreciate all of the people who have talked about or retweeted. Um, Anytime you retweet, you don't understand the power of a retweet, the power of a quote. Um, It really does allow the message to spread. So continue to retweet, continue to quote. Um, I really do appreciate it. One of the things that I love about being a a coach and a teacher is the opportunity to mentor, the opportunity to impart wisdom. And it's never lost on me that the way in which we have to communicate with people today or communicate with students today is not the same as we communicated with them in the past. Now, I'm going to put a pin in that because I want to tell you something. Jump straight left. Um, The the recruiting game today is a dirty game. Now, some of you may be, some of you who've been in the game for a long time might be saying that the recruiting game has been a dirty game for a long time and you would be right. But in my opinion, the recruiting game used to be a dirty game that everybody kind of understood. Now. The recruiting game is a dirty game that people some people understand, some people don't understand, and then people don't know the game within the game. See, the recruiting world is filled with two um with, with two types of, of, of people. Cowards and liars. Does that mean that everybody's a coward? No does it mean that everybody's a liar no but the recruiting game in itself is filled with cowards and liars well what do, what do you mean coach like well think about this i am a coach at xyz university and i'm going out looking for dogs you hear that you hear that term bountied about all the time I'm looking for dogs. Yet, I'm not going to offer kids until I see someone else has offered them. Or I ask coaches and or players what other types of offers they have. That's cowardly mentality. Why should you care what other types of offers they have? Your job as a coach is to assess, evaluate, figure out if it's the right fit for you and if it's the right fit for you offer. It should not matter to you if that young man or young woman has been offered already. If you like them, offer them. But we're cowards and so we wait until someone bigger has offered or showed interest and then We want to show interest. This is why you see kids get one offer from a university and then all of a sudden in the same day or in the next following couple of days, get two, three, four, five, six, seven offers. They all come in bunches. Why? Because one coach gets word that the other coach has done it and now they want to do it and so on and so forth instead of being the first person to go in, maybe even being the only person to go in. That's cowardly mentality. When you send these kids offers, or when you make offers to these young men, when you make offers to these young women, if it's not a committable offer, then is it an offer at all? That's a liar. Hey, we want to offer you a scholarship. You can't commit. But here's us offering you a scholarship. Then then what's the scholarship? I don't understand. A non-committable scholarship is essentially a promise ring. Hey, I promise that I might ask you to marry me one day. Like think about how dumb that is. Think about how stupid that is. I promise that I might ask you to marry me one day. That is what we have today. That is what the non-committable offer is. I promise that I might ask you to marry me one day. That's what we have to deal with. That's what we've got. And I'm sorry, but that doesn't do anything for anyone. That doesn't do anything for the school as much as they think it might do something for them. It doesn't. You think that somebody cares that um you think that somebody cares that you've made an offer to a young man or a young woman that they can't even like sign? Nobody cares about that stuff. No one that that doesn't that doesn't move the needle. So what we're doing in that respect is being cowards and being liars. And unfortunately today the players are no better. They're no better. Now some might say, "Well, they're playing the same game that the coaches are playing." Oh, OK. All right. All right. I'm not going to hold you. OK. Do, am I supposed to be impressed by that? No, because you could do things on the up and up. You don't have to be um, covert with it. You don't have to be low key with it. You can just say what it is you're meaning. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? You are not blessed to receive every offer you receive. That's just a lie. You want to be seen as something, and so because you want to be seen as something, you say blessed to receive. But the truth is is that you're not blessed to receive anything. What is a blessing? What's a blessing? Do we even know what a blessing is? Sometimes I wonder if we know what a blessing is. Let's let's look at the Google definition of a blessing. Blessing is God's favor and protection. A prayer asking for God's favor and protection. Grace said before and after a meal. So if you say that you are blessed, right? It means that you have God's favor. You've been made holy you've been consecrated right so the offer from xyz university that you never heard of that you didn't know existed until the day that they offered you and then you don't even really know what the what the amount of the offer is that's a blessing are you blessed that somebody's just interested enough in you to give you a scholarship are you still as blessed when you find out that the scholarship offer that they're giving you amounts to a thousand dollars I'm being honest right now because what we have are people who are afraid to just say nah man I'm good if you know that you have no desire to go to that college or university, then why are you publicly blessed to receive? Oh, well, just because because if anybody is willing to offer you something, then you should be blessed. Really? Really? If anybody is willing to offer you something or, or shows interest, you should just automatically be blessed because somebody shows interest. If the world worked that way, If the world worked that way, then we wouldn't be paying for college. If the world worked that way, school would be free. But it's not. Public universities cost the price of what private universities used to cost. Private universities cost more money than if you were going to buy a house. Legitimately, these private universities rolling around at 50 something thousand dollars a year, in four years, you could have bought a small house somewhere or been close to paying off a small house somewhere. Think about that. The amount of money that you spend on your higher education being essentially the cost of a home. It's a dirty game out there. You're not blessed to receive a $2,000 scholarship from a school that costs $43,000 to go to a year, that's not a blessing. That's a scam. It's not a blessing. Hey, you know, we really like you, but all we have is one scholarship to break up among 12 different people because that's what you get at the Division Two end, it's not their fault. They got to do it. I was there. I coached there. I understand. They have to do it. But then, if you're not really interested in going there, then are you really blessed to receive it? It's okay to not post when you get an offer. It's okay to not tell people, what your moves are before you make them. Then you don't have to go back and explain to people why you didn't take the offer that was never really an offer. I'll give you an example. XYZ Division One University offers young man a scholarship. They make an offer. Young man, says hey thank you young man post hey blessed to receive this offer from xyz university but that young man isn't really ready to commit to xyz university they want to still see what else is out there because they're happy to have that scholarship from xyz university that scholarship offer but they think they can get better this is that isn't what they really want from the place that they really wanted so they wait and they wait and they wait and in the time that they're waiting they realize oh there are no other good offers as good as this one coming so then they try to commit they call the coach up hey coach want to commit Coach says, Oh, well, you're actually number three on our commitment list. So we're waiting to hear back from one and two. So it's not a committable offer. We want you, but you're you're on this list. So if you don't, if if we end up giving the scholarship to the first two, there won't be a scholarship for you, but we still want you to come. Or maybe you can gray shirt. And come in the spring. You can't go back. And all of a sudden. Undo the blessed. So now when. signing day comes by. And you end up. XYZ kid ends up signing with. Another team. That isn't to the level. Of the first school. That they were blessed to receive the offer from. What do they have to now do? They have to answer questions. Hey, you had um, an offer from XYZ school. What happened? Oh, well, I didn't really like it. You didn't like that school, but you like that school? People start to ask questions. People start to wonder. You have to answer questions that you don't actually want to answer. And all of it could have been avoided if you had just waited. All of it could have been avoided. If the coach had just waited, hey, we really like you. I can't offer you right now because I have two other guys that we've already made offers to. But if it falls through for those first two, you're the next person I'm calling. I'm trying, I wanna be honest with you because I want you to keep your options open. I'd really love to have you here. We just don't have the scholarship on money to try to scholarship three people at this position. And I know that the priority for us right now are the first two. You didn't tell that kid you didn't like him. You said, we have two other guys that we've already offered. Maybe if I had met you first, you would be the first guy there, but you're not. We have two other guys we've already offered. So now that young man can go out, he doesn't have to put out a blessing. To receive, she doesn't have to go out and, met, and, and answer questions about why she didn't take the offer from the really good school that it offered her. Everybody's able to say face, everybody's able to go into this thing honestly. Instead, we've got a world full of cowards and liars. We want to project something that's not true because we want the adoration of the people. We want to to wait because we're afraid to be wrong. We're afraid to be wrong. It doesn't make any sense to me. The, The recruiting game is a dirty game, but it's also not very bright. It's not very bright. It's a dirty game that doesn't seem to be very smart. In the entity of it. If player A has scholarship offers from major universities and player B is locking up, shutting down, destroying, doing work on player A, doesn't that mean that player B should probably have offers from? major universities as well, right? It just seems, that seems easy. Hey, if this cornerback has locked up these receivers who are all division one commitments and he's playing them man to man in a game and he's locking them all up, maybe that person's a division one talent not maybe definitely if this young lady is dropping 20 25 points on all of these young ladies who are division one talents then this young lady should be a division one talent that's not how it works and i don't understand why that is it's a dirty game I remember times sitting in a sitting in a room with, with recruits who were way better than the recruits of other coaches who had brought who they had brought in. But because it wasn't their guy, they didn't go with my recruit. They didn't want to make the commitment to my recruit. I remember that happening. It's a dirty game out there, man. If the game, if the if the sport was only about who was the best sports would look way different. Many of you are brainwashed into believing that the best athletes are at division one level, that the best athletes are in in the pros. I have the conversation all the time. Oh man, there are not 32 good quarterbacks in the NFL. What? Of course there is. Of course there's 32. There's more than 32. They're just not 32 you're giving up op- you're giving opportunities to for whatever reason. The recruiting game is that same type of dirty. That same type of filthy. And it's getting dirtier and dirtier on both sides. Remember when I said um, at the beginning that I like mentoring, but it's it's different now, and that's because. Whenever you criticize or whenever you make a criticism, whenever you try to give some constructive feedback, you always have to preface this when you're talking to young people with, I'm not trying to disrespect you. Because that's what it's all about nowadays. Like the the youth of today, they feel as if when you tell them they're doing something wrong or you criticize them about something that is disrespectful, you're trying to diss them. That's not something that happened back when I was growing up, back in my earlier years of coaching. You just told people whatever you had to tell them in order for them to be better. Young men and women out there, I'm looking directly into the camera if you're watching me on whatever social media. Young young men and women out there, be smart about your recruitment. You don't have to tell everybody everything. If you do tell everybody everything, be open and honest about it. Don't just negate the negative stuff. Tell it all so that people have the clear picture when things don't go the way you believe they should go. Ask the hard questions. As soon as a coach tells you, hey, we'd like to offer you. Ask them, is it committable? Ask them, how much is the money? What's the money? Is it committable? If neither one of those things are told to you, then it's not a it's not an offer. Hey, can I get that in writing? If they can't give it to you in writing or can't send it to you in writing, it's not an offer. Coaches, I don't have to tell you. You know what you're doing. Ladies and gentlemen, that's been Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. We do this thing every day, Monday through Friday. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated if you're joining me on the YouTube channel. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button. 100th episode, thank you again. We appreciate it. Until next time, peace.